In today's show, we've got a bit of a book off. Hello and welcome to episode number 1818 of the Race Driver Coach Show. I'm Enzo Mucci, your host for today, as always. It's always going to be me, isn't it? Race Driver Coach Show, for God's sake. Right, today we're changing things up. We are going to do a book review. As I told you, it's a book off, but I'm not actually putting them against each other. I just want to review both of them because I believe they've come out this year, these two. I know both the authors as well, ironically. But they're amazing. I'm not being paid for this, by the way. This is off my own back. I just want to spread the word for people that are on a similar mission to me, helping people advance towards what they want to do in life, mostly in racing, obviously, for this show. And these two books accompany my mission, or what I'm trying to do for drivers, very well, because they're on the same mission. And the words the descriptions, the lessons, everything, the quotes, the stories that are written in these books and all the knowledge, man, they should be priced a bit more than they are. Whatever they're priced at. I don't know. What are they priced at? Not enough. The knowledge that's gone into this, the years that it's taken for these two guys to put this together so you can just pick it up, go through, half read it, throw it down again. It's unbelievable. It's the same with any book really, isn't it? The sweat, the blood, the tears, all the stories behind, all the knowledge that you've got in your hand is, we take it for granted. But these two boys have done a great job. Brand new books, as I say, I was really, I wrote to both of them and said, I want to review them. Because I love reading them. Is it okay if I tell the people, tell my audience about your books? And of course they said, yeah, it's promotion. But also, I want to give you an insight to them. I want to show you exactly what they're all about and then you can judge whether it's for you or not and then go and buy them or whatever, spread the word, pass it on, hire it. Anyway, stop talking Enzo. First book, learn how to master the art of cart driving. Now it's pretty obvious what this is about and this is from Terence Dove. Now if you're in British motorsport, karting in general, international, you'll know Terence Dove. He's been around for years. He's been coaching for as long as I can remember for a, for a young guy. And him and his brother, you'll know them maybe from karting1.co.uk. And that's a website where you can go and it's a bit of a self-help for carters, really. Now, this boy, Terence, has taken it on another level now by bringing this out, by putting down, taking out all of his knowledge that he's taken from coaching drivers and put it into a book so you can open it, read it, apply it, take it to race weekends, improve yourself, and then you can be your own coach. Beautiful. Singing from the same hymn sheet. I love this guy and I love this book he's put together. And he's put it together in such a way that it's really easy to digest. I mean, the font's big. He's took the time as well, let me just have a look, to give you some nice little diagrams. He's quite a good drawer. And coaches, they become good drawers. They usually draw in corners and lines and things like this. But this dude, Terence, I mean, you have got that. I can see you've done the lines, the normal stuff. But Terence, You've taken it one step further by really describing what it's like to go into a corner from the driver's eyes. And that's what he's good at. I've worked with him before. I've been to the karting track with Terence and he gets drivers. He gets kart drivers. He knows what it's like to be a young kid trying to make it in motorsport. All the pressures, all the shouting parents, the team manager that's shouting at you, the mechanic. Everyone's on your back from making a mistake. But this dude, Terence, he goes into coaching mode by listening first. 
He's learned, just like I did. If you go in there and you give it to a driver and say that shit, rubbish at this, rubbish at that, it doesn't normally work. Okay, it can work. You say, okay, I know what to improve, but it just kills the driver. Now, Terence comes from a way that he listens to the driver first, decodes what's really going on, and then coaches the main aspect. Beautiful. Something I agree with. Because the amount of times I've come back, right, you see your driver do something, they go off the circuit or something like that, and you can storm back to the pits and say, you shouldn't have done this, and then you find out it was a mechanical fault or something else happened, and you look a bit of a dick. <laughs> but that's the first lesson of coaching. Find out all the facts first. You're, you're the coach to stand back and see what the real answer is, right? That's what you're there for. So make sure you do, all you coaches out there. Terence does that, and Terence does it so much that he can even write a book about it. And that's how he starts the book. He tells you about how he coaches. Because he knows what it's like to have somebody come in, another person tell you how to drive. He gets that. He gets that and he gets the industry. He knows how it works. And the most important things that a driver needs to have. Okay, so I'm going to run through a few things now. Because there's a lot covered in here. But really, he simplified it down. Terence kicks off the book by showing you or teaching you his holy trinity, which is self-esteem, self-efficacy, efficacy, efficacy, did it, self-efficacy, and driving skills. Three areas. It's quite simple, isn't it? And he's broken them down one by one all the way through this book. And by the time you get to the end, you're pretty much getting this down. You've got such an understanding of what he's getting at and what's needed. What's needed for you to perform at your best and what's needed for you to actually say, okay, I can see which area I'm falling down on here. Very important. Then when you get to chapter three, you're being walked through the process of improving your concentration. And in this chapter, you learn all about preloading images and also mistake hangover. You've got some great terms in there. Then from there, the book moves on from the mind to the body. Now he says he's not a physical trainer, fair enough but he still tells you the most important things that he sees that cart drivers need to have physically. The ability, the bit on the diet as well. So he only brushes up across this area because it's a, a big area, isn't it? When you're talking about physical fitness and diet, but still he's got some good pointers in there. You should always read these parts because he can see, remember, when you've worked with hundreds and thousands of drivers, you see patterns. You see patterns of how this driver was compared to that one to that one, to that one, and then you remember who was good, why they were good, what it was about them mentally, physically, that's what he's transferring to you right now. He also puts in there a little story about himself when he jumped into a cart after not being carting for years, and he wasn't on top of his fitness, but he puts it in such a funny way, you gotta read it. Now from chapter five onwards, we start to get technical, into the driving technique itself. This is everything covered, right? And we start with the all-important braking. Now he knows, you know if you're a cart driver, just how important that is. And that's what chapter five is mostly on. And from there, we just keep growing our knowledge base on what's important on the driving technique side. Then Terence goes into actually running the days themselves. So practice days, how to best utilize them, get the most out of them, so then they blend into your race weekends. And then he talks about qualifying laps and the whole structure of a race weekend and how you conduct yourself and how you learn to improve for the next time. Now, if you think about it, that's pretty much everything covered from the driving side, right? So you've got, it starts off with you as the person, building you up, what's important mentally, then physically. Then it goes into the actual techniques of driving a cart at its fastest, your fastest. 
and then how to run the weekends, how to get the most out of itself. So then you just build throughout the year and get better and better and better. What else do you need? Thank you, Terence. A perfectly written book, beautiful, funny. And if you've met him, you know exactly what his, his uh, personality is like. He's hilarious. He's very direct. He tells you exactly the truth, but he's hilarious as well with the way he explains things. And he does it. And, and when I'm reading it, I can hear his voice. I know exactly what he's doing because he's got that... He's got a cheeky personality that is very likeable and it comes through on the book so well. And, and it's something that a lot of writers struggle with is to write as they talk. He does that in there. And it's really easy to read and you have a chuckle. Virtually every page I've had a little chuckle but I can hear him talking, that's why, in my head. So, yeah, I love this. It's got some great insight, it's got nice shots of data, it's got nice drawings, as I say, it's easily written, it's got everything you need, and I can't really fault it, which is a shame, because I really want to, just to give you some kind of yin-yang aspect of it, but now nah, it's all in, and uh, there he is, coaching, you see how determined he looks, I don't know if you can see that there, but uh, yeah. He's a focus mofo, he really is, but you're like, if you know him, you'll just see this and you'll say, that is Terence in a book. I love it. He's great. And I recommend that you get this book. Learn how to master the art of cart driving. Okay, got it? Any cart driver without this is uh, not anywhere near working hard enough because this covers it all. Go get it. Okay, book number two in the zone, Clyde Brolin. And it is, subtitle, How Champions Think and Win Big. Straight away, you got me. You got me, Clyde. Now, Clyde is another person I've worked with when I was in F1, uh, Lotus F1 or uh, Renault, was it then? I can't remember. Anyway, we worked together and he fascinated me because he was in, into the same sort of things that I was. And it was, I want to learn how people perform at their best and then I want to share that information. I want to be the messenger. I want to help people get what they want. He's on the same mission as well. So I fell in love with him straight away because he's brilliant. And he has documented, he has interviewed and spoken to so many hundreds of F1 drivers, champions, sportsmen and women in different, different sports and arenas. And he's documented it, he records it, you've probably seen him, I don't know if you're in motorsport, and he sits there with his little tape recorder and asks them questions like, how the hell did you perform as you did? How do you prepare? How do you get in, the big one for him, as you can tell with the name of this book, how do you get into this thing? Zone. He really wants to know. He's got, he knows now, because he's asked so many people, again, he's seen the pattern, and he goes, okay, this is how you do it. And this book... It's like a sharing of loads of these documents, these stories, these interviews, so quotes that he's got only, a lot of them are only what they've told him. And what he's done is he's decoded it and pretty much said, this is how they do it. And he split it into different segments so you can learn the most important things first and then the second step of how to get into the zone. Then the third, it actually gets harder and harder as you go through is CBA, which I'll explain in a moment. And it talks you through it how to get there, how to get in the zone more often, to give you the best chance for you to perform at your best. So you just perform subconsciously. You allow it to happen, which is something we talk about a lot, right? Because you know you have the skills quite often. You know you can go and talk to that person. You know you can go and drive a certain way at your best like you did a year ago, two years ago, back when you were karting, how you enjoyed it and everything. But then you want to access it now, in the present day, 
But then you start to overthink, you let self-doubt, you let the monkey mind in. All these things are covered in this book, by the way. Um, and, and then it disrupts your thought process. It then makes you more conscious. You start to double think, ask questions that are not helping you anymore. You're out of the zone. A bit like when Senna did that lap in Monaco, right? It's qualifying lap. And he always talked about, well, he talked about in one interview, that he had an out-of-body experience, feeling he said, wow, I think that was when I was close to God because it just happened. I was detached. That's when you're in the zone, right? I mean, you can't chase that feeling, but you'll know when you've done something without thinking, it's an automatic process and it allows you to compete just freely and at your best. That's the zone. You're doing all sorts of things. He runs through that in this. Taking from all the people that have accessed the zone when they were at their peak, when they, they won something, they did something great, they put in a great performance. And he's documented it, and he shared it with us. That's what this book's about. Now this, opposite to Terence's book, which is great, I love it. You get in there, you read it, you apply it straight away. This is a bit more of a classic, hardback, loads of words. Look at that. And it's a meaty one. But it's got so much value. You have to read it twice, really, and you have to keep rereading it because, oh, who was that about again? How did they do it? Because it's got so many stories in there. You can, you can literally read this for five, ten minutes before you get to bed, right? Five, ten minutes is what I did. Five, ten minutes, and you've got like two amazing examples of somebody who's doing something that you really want to get yourself to do, that drivers out there are begging for the answer for. Honestly, ten minutes, and you'll be like, oh, that's how he did it. Oh, that's how she did it. Let me show you now the book a little bit more. I mean, even to start with, right, the first time, well, virtually the first page that I open, it says, for dreamers, you can't read it, but for dreamers everywhere. For dreamers everywhere. And I was like, past, present, and future. I was like, oh, thank you, mate. You've got me already. I love this. Thank you. Now, pretty much straight away, Clyde gets into a great story about Dan Weldon. Now, can you remember when he won Indy 500, 2011, I believe. I'm resisting looking at the book. I think it was 2011 when he won on the last lap, last corner, because Hildebrand into the basil, into the wall, and allowed Dan to take the win. And it can be very easy for somebody to say, oh, you were so lucky, you were never going to win that, Dan. But then you did on the last lap, just because that guy threw it off, overtaking the back marker, went too high, into the wall. No. Because... He was in the zone. Dan was in the zone. For the last 20 laps, get this now, for the last 20 laps of the race, Dan was changing the weight jacker. Now, if you know cars, you know you can change that in the IndyCar. The weight jacker, so it transfers weight where you want it to be on the car. Okay, so if you want that wheel to be heavier, you change it. And also, you can change the roll bar, obviously, when you're in an IndyCar. So you can change these two, and it adjusts the setup of the car compared to how it's handling and behaving at that moment you're in control, that's your tools, they call it. Well, every single corner for the last 20 laps before the end of the race, Dan was changing the weight jacker and roll bar. Every single corner. And guess what? He didn't even know. He didn't even realize he was doing it. When they told him afterwards, man, you were driving so well, you deserve to win that, you were driving so well, especially near the end of the race, you were changing the car setup every single corner for the last 20 laps. Like, get out of here. He didn't believe it himself. They had to show him on the data to say, look, dude, this is what you're doing. Zone. He was performing. He was doing things that were 
crazy to think about. Changing the car setup each time, thinking about it, feeling what it's like. I know what it needs, another click. That's perfect. Oh, this corner's different, another click. And the other way. Most drivers would, their brain would burst because they're driving consciously. They're not in the zone. He allowed his subconscious, he was so in the flow, so in the zone, it was just happening naturally. He knew what he needed to do, did it, carried on, and won the race. <laughs> so, you've got to say, the zone is more valuable than just, oh, I'm at my best. It actually problem solves. It allows your inner intelligence to come forward and take over. And the conscious brain stops talking you out of it and, and distracting you with, oh, look at that person in the grandstand. Oh, wonder what happens here. Oh, what a mean, what, what, sorry, what a race win would mean to me. Oh, how's it look now I'm second? This is really rubbish. <laughs> None of that. It's just go, it's just perform. And sorry, went off one a bit there, but that's the very first story pretty much that this book shares with you. And straight away, it gives you an insight to just how important this is to your racing. You start to say, man, one, you've got to respect when somebody comes second, third, fourth, win, tenth. If they put in their best performance, they could have started last, they could have a rubbish car, but they put in a performance that they were in the zone, they were in the flow, they were just doing things naturally, it was coming to them subconsciously. You've got to congratulate them. You can't just say, oh, it's an easy win. There's a lot more to the story than that. So that's one lesson. But two, how much potential have you got? If you can change a car at them speeds, right, they're doing 230 mile an hour, whatever it is, and they're changing the car, it's quite risky. If you make a mistake in the wrong setting and it goes, mm, you end up like Hildebrand in the wall. But it's so important. Take this in now. The zone, which basically means you performing at your best without second thought, allowing yourself to go, is one of the most important aspects to your driving. Right, next part. To go back to the contents to explain the next part, you see that it's broken up into three main areas. You've got conceive, believe, and achieve. And these are the three areas that Clyde explains that you need to go through, CBA, ABC backwards, to get to Z, the zone. And conceive really goes deep, the conceive section, part, step, goes deeply into visualization. How you and that's something that actually Terence covered in his book as well. It's how you visualize the future. You bring it into the now. You see how you want to perform. You've got, some people use it like that, right? Just to get the perfect situation. This is how I'm going to perform. The brain feels free. The brain thinks, I can do that. I can do that. And it goes and does it or gets close to it, right? Also, people use it for problem solving. There's something in here, a story about Bobby Unser and a great driver again. And he used to problem solve while he was asleep. So he would visualize the problem and then wake up with an answer sometimes. But he'd allow, he'd allow the subconscious while it's asleep to come up with the answer to what he's struggling with. And that's how he used it, as well as all the other areas that he uses it. Okay? And you can also use visualization, which it explains, to solve problems on the go. So you can sort of predict what might happen and how you're going to stay resourceful when it, if it does happen and what you're going to do. Second step is believe. And here, as you can see, we cover courage, risk, confidence, and attitude. So this is quite a monster. Now this is the second step of how to get into the zone, but it's, it's like a filter, really. He says a lot of people, kind of a lot of people, can get to the first one, the first step, all right? But then the second step's harder. 
The third step's even harder to master and access and get into on a regular basis. So you can see it's getting harder and harder, but if you work on these areas, you will find that you can build your own channel through them and reach the zone more often. That's the promise of the book, and I believe it, because I've seen it, I've worked on people with it, I've experienced it, you've experienced it, but he's just worded it out and structured it all out, like I say. So, now it's believe. He spends a good portion of this talking about Felix Baumgartner. Um, Google. Felix Baumgartner. Baumgartner. That's what they say. I've always said it wrong and not sure, but that's it. They talk about him and when he jumped from the stratosphere and broke the record for the fastest freefall. Supersonic. The first, actually, the first person to go supersonic physically. And he jumped something like, it was 844 mile an hour or something like that. Sorry, he did put it in there. I can't remember it now. Um, and he was the first to do that. And it shares his story. Because that's bravery, right? That's self-belief. Courage is what he calls it in there. I mean, how can you go for that? You jump, and if you watch the video, just, if you've seen the video, I'll show some clips now. And he's getting out. And he's been taught through all the different procedures he must follow. Like, now we're on item 39, undo the oxygen or whatever it is. And he steps out there and he goes pretty damn quick. You can see he takes a few pauses to start with, to take it all in, to get himself there. But man... When he goes, he just goes. And it's great to watch. And it's these kind of experiences that Clyde's drawing from and teaching you from. It's having that. And if you can just put yourself into Felix's position and compare it to when you're in like qualifying position or in a race when you're qualified really well, you're like, wow, this is the highest I've ever been. And I've just got to go for it. I can't be like, this is a new area. I'm a bit scared and I've got eyes on stalks. It's think of people like this. So this book doesn't just teach you how to incorporate what they did, but it also uses them as metaphors and models in your head, like when you're in a similar position to you. Okay, because he was jumping, he was doing something big. You have the similar kind of position when you're in racing. You'll have a time when you'll say, this is big. This is a big moment. This is now or never. And you just got to do. So you can learn from that in the air, but that is obviously a big part of being in the zone. It's you being the alpha. It's you self-belief, having the self-belief and the courage just to go, just to do. And this is a muscle you have to train. Really important. Then in this section, the book goes from that, from what we just talked about, to the risk side of things, which is linked to what we said, and then the confidence, and then attitude. All three things. I'm just going to brush over this because I want you to read this. I want you to get this in. I'll be here all day talking about it otherwise. And then Clyde talks about the very sharp part the achieve and that's built up on four areas focus resilience teamwork and passion and then all of this leads into a brilliant conclusion written by Clyde and he just you leave the book feeling good about yourself you leave the book thinking okay I've made new distinctions today or however long it took you to read this this week this month I've made new distinctions and now I'm starting to believe in myself I start to see how this is possible I can now learn. I've now learned from so many people and you just absorb it and you feel good. You put the book down and you say, you know what, that was a bloody good book. So Clyde, you've done a cracking job. Now, I've get, I can't say anything bad about these two, right? I've done it and I, and I, can't, I thought, well, what's bad about it? And the only thing, actually, I can think of, which these two authors, hopefully you're watching, could learn from me, is make it an audible. You know audible.com? Make it an audio book, guys, because nowadays people like to read listening to, to a book. 
I do so much because I'm driving, I'm on the plane, I'm in a taxi, whatever, it's in, I'm learning as I'm going, I'm even working and learning, I'm even at the gym and I'll be digesting this stuff, okay? So guys, please make it an audio, audio book because more drivers will benefit from it and that's not really a negative. You're probably doing it already. You've probably done it. You probably haven't checked for about two weeks, so you're probably on Audible now. But that's it. There's no, there's no negative with this. These two books have got so much, like I said at the beginning, so much information, so many stories, so, brilliant diagrams, Terence, and I recommend them both. So get out there straight away. Buy these damn things. I'll put a link on the website, actually. I'll put a link on the website so you can just click through. Uh, if not, just go onto Amazon, whichever way you get a book, buy them too, and you will improve your driving. You will improve the way you are as a person and how you see the world. I guarantee. For now, that's it. Thank you for watching, listening, whatever you're doing in the way of consuming this, and I'll see you next time.